<laughs> Hello, guys. Hi, guys. Um, we're back. <laughs> we are back after the longest, most ever break possible to breaks of ever possible. But it's okay because we're back now. We're back. Um, like we always say, we're <laughs> life has been life. But I mean, in a good way, we've just been really, really busy, um, taking on new responsibilities and just really trying to order our steps or let God order our steps more specifically. Mm-hmm. But we're back and we're better. So yeah, um, we just want to welcome you guys to the Back to Eden podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Jordan. And we're just really excited for today's podcast. Um, we're going to be discussing you versus the world. And, um, can we pray? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm oh, I'm supposed to pray. <laughs> Am I supposed to pray? pray so. <laughs> you usually pray. So. I'm sorry. No, you usually pray. <laughs> okay, I'll pray. It's okay. Gosh, me. <laughs> Um, God, just thank you for this new and fresh day. Um, God, I'm sorry that we've been slacking a little bit, but we're back and we're better than ever. And we're just here to prove to you and show to you um, our commitment and loyalty to you, God. I pray that this podcast is Holy Spirit inspired and that during this podcast, we're able to discuss topics that your people need to hear and um, that you just order our steps in this time, God, and also just... Um, make us mindful of what we're saying so that we're very careful to really execute the message the way you want us to. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so again, our topic for today is you versus the world. Um, our key verse today is going to be Matthew 16, verse 24 through 26. And it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life because of me will find it. For what will it benefit someone if he gains the whole world, yet loses his life? Or what will anyone give in exchange for his life? Amen. Um, and I just want to emphasize like what specifically we're going to be like talking about as far as like you being versus the world. I'm just going to talk about how to effectively combat the flesh and feed your spirit in the most, um, I was going to say professional, but the most um, awarding way possible, mm-hmm. rewarding way possible. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to hit three um, per- specific points today um, that will just really equip you with the tools needed in order to really combat your flesh and mm-hmm. making sure that you're growing in the spirit mm-hmm. and not growing in your flesh. Mm-hmm. So we're going to touch on prayer. We're also going to touch on practice and praise. Mm-hmm. Three Ps. Three Ps. So um, I'll touch on prayer first. Um, So when I first heard that um, this is what we're going to speak on and I went into my studies, the first thing I thought about as far as like combating the flesh and um, making sure you're feeding your spirit is prayer because prayer is so necessary um when you're seeking God and when you're trying to build that relationship with God and um 
I just said that I think it's very important to push yourself to be in the presence of God at all times throughout this process because I know that anytime that I've slipped up or anytime that I've messed up, I let myself get out of the presence of God and kind of got in the presence of myself or more so the world and allowed, um, just allowed myself to just be not necessarily straight away, but just lose focus of what I'm supposed to be focusing on. Um, but when I thought of prayer, I thought about when Jesus went in the garden of Gethsemane, um, right before he was like officially like betrayed and was taken for crucifixion. Um, when he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, he knew like the time was near. He brought a couple of um, his disciples or a few of his disciples with him and had them watch out while he went to the Garden of Gethsemane to pray. Um, this was very important to me. And this is the reason why this was the first thing that came to my mind was because um, Jesus was troubled. Like right before he was going to get crucified, some might even like refer to it as fear. Some might refer to it as worry. Um, in my book, it's referred to as sorrowful or troubled, and um, he didn't want he didn't want to die. Like his flesh was like screaming, like I don't want to die. So Jesus had to go, and he had to pray about that. And not only he did he have to pray about that, but when he first prayed, he asked God, like, Hey, if this be a, if this be your will, God, make this cup pass for me. Like, make me please let me not have to do this. You know what I'm saying? So like. That alone, sometimes we go through things in life and sometimes things um, smack us in the face and we have to deal with those things. But it's important that we go to God with those things before we go to ourselves, or we go and try to solve things or do things on our own accord. When Jesus felt like he didn't want to do it no more, when Jesus got sorrowful, when Jesus got troubled, when he got scared or when he got worried, he made sure to go talk to God about it and get some clarity on what needed to be done as far as what he needed to do on his part. So stop trying to do things on your own, y'all, and learn to just go to God in prayer. A lot of times we look for answers for things and a lot of times we look um, we look for for. Yes, answers. But we look in all the wrong places. Sometimes it just takes us going to God and praying. And in the midst of that praying, you just continuously build that relationship up. In the midst of praying, you can continuously putting yourself in the presence of God. And as you're praying, you just continue, continually open that door so that you can hear from God and he can instruct you in every situation that you're going through. Um, but that just really stuck out with me. Um, and not only did he just go there once when he first felt it, but he went back again. You know what I'm saying? He made sure that he went and he talked to God about what he was going through, y'all. It's so very apparent that we make sure that we are going, we're making sure we are in the presence of God as we go through this thing called life. Because as our um, main scripture said before we got started, we have to pick up our crosses daily. We have to continue to push forward daily. And it's not going to be easy. And sometimes you're going to fall. And I say this every single video because people try to act like people don't fall. You fall, but it's the getting back up that truly matters. And it's the doing things to make sure that you don't fall in that area ever no more again. So you make sure that you keep being consistent in your prayer life. And I'm not just talking to y'all, but I'm talking to myself too. Because sometimes I find myself... Um, trying to fix the world, y'all. I be trying to fix everything. I was so used to having to solve everything that a lot of times I have to tell myself, like, Jordan, like, you don't ha have the power alone to fix your situations. Like, you have to call on God. You have to pray to God to give you the strength to be able to deal with those things that you call life. Uh, everything you said was just like, 
literally like spot on and I also want to emphasize like um Jesus like his main purpose for coming on earth was to save us from Mm -hmm. um our sin and our total damnation but he also serves as an example to us Mm -hmm. because God was or Jesus was all God but he was also all man Mm -hmm. so Jesus he had those feelings that we have now but he always handled um Every situation that he went through the way God would want Mm -hmm. us to. So when you feel like tired, when you feel helpless, when you feel scared or worried, just look at Jesus's life and see how he combated those fleshly feelings Mm -hmm. instead of going straight to feeling like, woe is me or, you know, getting into his feelings Mm -hmm. about certain situations. He always took it back to God first. Mm -hmm. If he had those feelings, he took it to God. So that's why prayer is so, so, so important. I'm so glad you said that, Faith, because you said that um, Jesus came to, um, he came to earth to die on the cross for our sins, to set the people free, to give us salvation. And I think that's so important that you said that because a lot of times we have specific callings and purposes Mm -hmm. set out for our lives. And a lot of times we psych ourselves out of what God is truly trying to push us towards mm-hmm. and the things that God is calling us to be because we're scared or we're worried or we're not like really <clears throat> ready to do those things. And that's another reason why it's so important that you combat those fleshly temptations, that you com- combat those feelings that you feel because you could be pushing yourself outside of purpose, focused mm-hmm. on how you feel. Yep. How you feel does not matter when it comes to the things of God. And I tell people that all the time. Like if you once you get your and I feel like that's the biggest, the biggest roadblock that I had to cross because I was a very emotional person. Once you get your feelings out the way, everything else will follow. All the good stuff will follow. All the things will follow. Once you learn how to keep your feelings in check, all the stuff will will come as you follow Christ. Because it'll be a lot easier to follow Christ when you're not operating based off how you feel. Man, I'm telling you, but that's good, though, because that that shows that in order for Jesus to truly fulfill the purpose that he was set out to fulfill on this earth, he had to push his feelings away. Mm-hmm. He had to push that sorrow, that that hurt, that, that, that fear, that worry. He had to push that all out, yeah. and he did so by making sure he prayed. Mm-hmm. And, like, it also makes me think of um, when Jesus performed his first miracle, which was turning the water into wine, mm-hmm. and Mary... His mother, mm-hmm. she was telling him, like, Jesus, is time. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was like, like, no, it's not. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, that's not my place right now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to do that. And that's why I feel like it's also so important that you're surrounding yourself around prayerful people. Pray, people that really are in tune with the spirit. Because if not, it's going to be so easy for you to get in your flesh and stay in those feelings. Mm-hmm. And then those people around you are going to encourage you to stay in your feelings about certain situations. Mm-hmm. But if you have godly people in your life, they're going to push you to always move in the spirit, mm-hmm. never in your flesh. That's good. And, that's, and we just had like a, um, it was a service not too long ago. And it said that who you're connected to matters. Y'all, if you truly are seeking God, who you connected to matters. That means your mama, your sister, your brother, your cousins, your best friends. Who you are connected to makes a difference in your everyday single, like every single day of your life. Mm -hmm. Like you have to make sure that whoever you are surrounding yourself with has the same doctrine. They're walking the same walk. They're walking the same spiritual walk as you because if you're walking with someone who's not in tune with the way that you're trying to go, then it's going to be not only... 
detrimental to them, but detrimental to you because you are going to be used to going where, whatever way they go. Mm-hmm. There is not going to be peace. Wicked cannot be where good is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And even like when they say like wicked doesn't mean it have to be just blatantly evil, but if it's not of God, then it's just wicked, period. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we try to hang on to those wicked individuals or we try to hang on to that wicked lifestyle. We try to hang on or be around it and... um there's a point in life where you have to really disconnect from that type of stuff mm-hmm. if you truly want to grow in yeah. the spiritual things that God is calling you for. Yeah, I feel like everybody in their own Christian walk, they have to go through a certain period of time where they have to disassociate with certain things that they were doing or certain people they were mm-hmm. hanging around with mm-hmm. while they were in the world. Because mm-hmm. you can't bring those people, you can't bring those habits, you can't bring those things with you when you're go. trying to live by with by God's word. You mm-hmm. can't do that. It's just not going to mix. Yeah. God, totally holy, totally pure, and he detests sin. Anything mm-hmm. that's even close or remotely similar to sin, he detests. Anything that's just remotely similar to, because let's emphasize this, the secular, the worldly. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people's like, well, it's of the world, it's not sin, or I do this, 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 this and another, and just because it ain't one of the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Or it could be one of the Ten Commandments, but not be directly the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Um, if it's of the world, it's Ooh, sin. Yeah. If it's of the world, it's wicked. And God, he was really speaking to me about that because recently he's asked me to give up secular music. And, um,. I went through a period of time before where I did give up secular music, like, wholly, fully. And I was, like, more at peace than I ever was before. But um, there was a point in time where, like, I started to, like, stray off path a little bit. Like, I wasn't just, like, back in the world totally. But I wasn't living according to God's word, like, by the book either. So, like, I was really in the middle. But, you know, since coming back um, in, like, the last, last year, really... Um, God's called me again to stop listening to secular music. And for a long time, like, I was just not listening to music that had any cussing. Because I was like, God, like, I really like this music. And, you know, it's not talking about anything bad. But, like, you know, it's not glorifying you either. Right. So, like, when I finally decided to just, you know, switch back over to only listening to Christian music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, literally, I've never heard God as clear as I hear him now. So the things that he's asking you to give up, the things that your flesh desires, but you're, but it's not benefiting your spirit, is for a very specific reason. Because I feel like I wouldn't be as, I would say, as firm as I am in my faith and as firm as I am with my relationship with God if I was still dabbling. Mm-hmm. You can't dabble. Mm-hmm. Got to pick one. And then you just saying that alone, it, it bring me back to when it, if you know me, you know, gospel music I always playing in my car too, because um, I gave secular music up too. Like I gave it up a while back as well, um, because it just makes a, a large difference in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you always want to seek to be in the presence of God at all times. And um, I just use that time to make sure I'm recentering and making sure that I'm focusing on the things that God um, wants for me. But it got to a point where, like, even in the midst of me, like, listening to gospel music all the time, if certain individuals was in my car, I would try to accommodate them. I'm like, mm, they don't want to listen to this. Mm, they don't want to hear that. But I had to tell myself that it's not really about 
what anybody else wants to hear mm-hmm. and your life and the things <clears throat> that you do in life has absolutely nothing with what somebody else wants. It's mm-hmm. all about what God wants. So sometimes you might be in, be in positions where you feel like, okay, well, I can't do this because I'm with such and such or I can't act mm-hmm. this way or I can't do the things of God because such and such is here. But I'm telling you right now to continue to push through and do it because those small things, even if they don't enjoy it, even if they don't want to hear it, it makes a difference not only in your life but in theirs as well mm-hmm. because you're opening doors for, for them that they wouldn't actually open up for themselves. Mm-hmm. So just make sure you stand your ground and stand on your faith and continue to be who God is calling you to be because that makes a difference in everybody's life. When you are in position it makes a difference in so many other people's lives Mm -hmm. and you have no idea at the simple fact that you being in position is what's holding on to so many others dang that's a good section i'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. so just to like recap prayer is so 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 important Mm -hmm. not only just to keep you in the spirit and keep you in god's presence but it's gonna really bridge that gap between you and god it's Mm -hmm. gonna really solidify your relationship with him and just making sure that um you're always seeking out his presence any time of day mm-hmm. is really, really, really important. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take over for practice. Um, so um, for me, I wrote down utilizing the full armor of God on a daily basis is really important if you're trying to practice getting out of your flesh and really walking in the spirit. Because um, once you do decide to start walking in the spirit, the enemy's going to come at you. Mm -hmm. The enemy hates you. Um, The enemy hates anything that has to do with God. Mm -hmm. And he's going to try to... The enemy's job is to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to keep you separated from God. Mm -hmm. And he uses temptation and sin as a way to do that. But if you're fully arming yourself with the full armor of God on a daily basis, um, it makes all the difference in the world. And we see um, an example of that. When Jesus was um, tempted in the wilderness, um, he was doing a 40-day, 40-night fast, um, close to the time he would be crucified. And at the last day of his fast, the enemy came in and tried to tempt him with bread, like um, really just trying to invoke him to get in his feelings and um, really just take him out of the spirit. Like... um, for instance, he said verbatim, um, aren't you the son of God? Can't you turn these rocks into bread? If you are the son of God, you would. Just really just trying to provoke Jesus to really get him out of the spirit and get him in his feelings. We <laughs> we can't do that. And Jesus is a perfect example of how to combat the enemy when he comes in trying to tempt you, trying to get you out of your flesh, trying to get you out of what God has called you to be and um also i wrote down reading god's word isn't just enough he calls us not to be hearers but doers of the word also as you begin to apply god's word to your life on a daily basis your flesh becomes weaker the closer you get to god and start to mirror him in all ways the more you start to desire what he decide desires and to detest the things that he does as well God hates sin, and as we begin to practice biblical principles, denying your flesh becomes easier as well. I also have a scripture that I want to read for that section, too. Sorry, y'all can go off again. Um, I'm at James 1, 25 and 26. 
but the one who looks intently into the perfect law of freedom and preserves in it, and it is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer who works, this person will be blessed in what he does. If anyone thinks he is religious without controlling his tongue, his religion is useless and deceives him. Mm. So, again, so, so, so important to not just read your Bible, to not just pray just because, but do it with intention. Do it to make sure, do it to ensure that you're really being mindful of the battle that we're fighting. This battle is not be- between flesh and blood. It's between principali- principalities and powers. Mm-hmm. Everything is spiritual. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Depression, anxiety, addiction, all of it is spiritual. So we have, we have the tools in order to combat those spiritual problems. And that is the word of God. So Mm -hmm. don't just read your Bible. Don't just listen to sermons. Make sure you're actually taking what you're hearing, taking what you're reading, and actually applying it to your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Letting it inside of your heart. Because Mm -hmm. if not, you're doing it all in vain. Because when the devil comes and he's attacking you, you're not going to know what to do if you're not really trying to apply it and actually live it out. So That's good. That's really, really good. Um, just to reiterate and just to add my little splash to, um, what Faith said, but, um, yeah, it's so, so important to make sure that we are practicing this thing day in and day out. Like, um, one of my best friends, he said, he was like, um, he was just talking about like how he wants to get closer to God and how he wants to get to know God a lot more. Um, and he was just talking about like how like, oh yeah, when they say like the scriptures at church, you always finish them off. And, and he was talking about like how like he needed to read his Bible more and yada, yada, yada. And I was telling him like, granted, yes, I read my Bible, but the stuff that I learned and the scriptures that I've memorized or the scriptures that I've come to know, not only through the practice of doing them, but the practice of hearing them over and over and over too. So just like anything else in life, if you continue to practice it and practice it and practice it, you will perfect it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not 100% perfect in everything that, that is pertaining to God, but I definitely am shooting to be. Like, that's the end goal. So in this area, I'm going to try to perfect this. I'm going to practice this. I'm going to practice love. If I, if I have a problem um, controlling my patience, I'm going to practice, practice having patience. And one thing that that God is going to always do is he's going to, the things that you go through, the problems that you face are all areas that you need to work on Mm -hmm. for yourself. Our bishop says every Sunday, 95% of the problems that you deal with is you. you. So a lot of times we need to step back. And when we are going through situations, ask yourself, well, what did I do? What can I do? What have I done? Like, just look at yourself and see what areas do I need to work on? What Mm problem, the problems that I'm dealing with, how did I get here? You know what I'm saying? And you need to make sure that you are focused on what you need to practice on and continue to practice on those things. Mm -hmm. I know for a while I was really like impatient. I know for a while I was really like um, temperamental, Mm -hmm. really aggressive, but it took like practice. It took practice to be able to deal with people. It took practice to be able to be patient when things weren't always going the way I wanted them to go. It took practice, um, especially growing up like really spoiled. I'm used to things like always going my way. It took practice in being an adult to learn that everything is not going to always go your way, but everything will always go God's way. Mm. So you have to learn to and practice that lifestyle to truly understand that life is 
is truly what God makes it and what you make it. Mm -hmm. And you have so much more control and so much more power over your life than you think you do. Mm -hmm. So just make sure that you continue to practice in the things of God. Practice in those areas where you are struggling struggling, and practice in those areas where you might not be struggling. You just need to make sure you continue to practice because people always say this, I'm not perfect, but you can definitely get close to it mm-hmm. if you continue to practice. Nobody's practicing. Everybody's, I'm not perfect, perfect thing to death. Mm-hmm. Instead of fully applying themselves and fully trying to get to a place that they can really like prosper and really become perfect. Mm-hmm. Like they were saying in church yesterday, um, a lot of times we say we can't do any, we can't do everything or we I can't do that, I can't do that. But the Bible says you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. And um if you truly apply to yourself and you truly put the effort in, a lot of times we can't do things because we don't want to, not because we can't, but because we don't have the desire to do so. Mm-hmm. But if you truly allow yourself to desire that thing, if you truly push yourself to get that thing done, it's so much stuff at work that I just sit there and I stand and I'm like, I really don't feel like doing this, but you have to push through. It's so much stuff at work that I feel like I'm not doing this right or I can't do this, but you have to continue to push yourself. And every single time I push myself, everything, every time I trust God within that area of work it always comes out for the better end so just make sure that you continue to practice practice mm-hmm. practice practice what you preach practice what's being preached to you and make sure you practice in this word because that is what's going to take you to the next level mm-hmm. and the things of god yeah and then um you can really you really see a change when you start exhibiting the fruits of the spirit mm-hmm. we had a whole podcast over the fruits of the spirit mm-hmm. and just really to if you want to know more about how to practice living out the word, we definitely have a podcast about that out already. So mm-hmm. definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like you definitely start to see a change within yourself as you start getting closer to God. Yeah. Like you see like a moral change, mm-hmm. like literally like <clears throat> I wasn't bad, but I wasn't as good as I am now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not as I wasn't as great as I am now mm-hmm. because I've definitely stepped into the identity that God that God has given mm-hmm. me, and you start to really realize that when you start um, looking at the fruits of the spirit and seeing how that applies to your life: mm-hmm. love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, mm-hmm. gentleness, and self control. Once you exhibit all of those, you know you're on the right path. Yeah. So really, like if you want to just make sure that you're Heading in the right direction. Um, look at Galatians 5.22. That's, those are the fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Just start seeing how you can do more of those in your daily life each mm-hmm. day. Because I'm telling you, once you do, ain't no going back. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, um, we had prayer, practice. And then lastly, we had praise. Um, I think praise is so, so, so important. Um, praise is... Probably one of the strongest weapons that God has given us against um, the enemy. Um, the Bible literally says that praise steals the adversary. And I used to think that like it meant steal as in like steal as in take. Mm-hmm. But it literally means to steal, like make stop, to stop in place, to mm-hmm. make it still. Like peace be still. 
that's what praise does. It, says, yep. it steals the adversary and adversary being your enemy. So it's important that you continue to um, praise God even when things aren't going good. Y'all, I swear the best thing that I've ever done is to continue to praise God even when life wasn't life in it the way that I wanted it to. I made sure that I kept God first and I made sure that I keep praising through it even in the midst of my downfalls, even in the midst of my, my bad days, even in the midst of my worst days. As long as I continue to keep God first and keep praising him, then I know that the devil has no no dominion. The devil has to cease. The devil has to stop in his mm -hmm. tracks because that's what God says. And God's words never fails. Yeah. And it's going to be hard, y'all. It like, will be so hard. Listen. Literally, I'm going through it right now. Like, literally, spiritual warfare for me has been, like, super, super heavy. Like, I haven't been sleeping at night. Just been crying. But God sees you. God hears you. God hears your cries. Don't give up. Just because it seems hard right now doesn't mean that it won't turn around in your favor. Just think about Jesus. Jesus was literally getting ready to die. Mm -hmm. Sacrifice his life for us. And he was sitting in the Garden of Gethsemane, like um, Faye was saying. And just praying, like, God, like, I really don't want to do this, but mm -hmm. let your will be done. Mm -hmm. And he still died and sacrificed his life. Mm -hmm. And just imagine, I say this literally every podcast, but just imagine where we would be if Jesus did not make that sacrifice. If he stayed in his flesh about the situation. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be here. It would have been terrible. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, and I feel like. God, he wouldn't have been able to trust any other person to do that but Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, just imagine if God was like, hey, Jordan, sacrifice your life Listen, for these people that hate you. These people that's stabbing you and spitting, spitting on, on you. you and spitting is crazy. You. Spitting is crazy. And then making you drag a big old heavy log across. After they done beat you. After they done beat you to a pulp. And they still beating you while you're carrying this heavy cross. Oh, but do it for me. Because it's going to save all of them and we can live in eternity together. I would have been out. I ain't going to lie. Man. To say, to, say that you, to say that you would do what Jesus did is crazy. Like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going to say that nobody wouldn't. But like, Jesus... Literally. Listen, don't let his life go we in vain, y'all. We did not deserve that. We, we still don't, don't deserve, deserve that. <laughs> we don't at all. But, like, just imagine, apply that same principle to your life. Mm -hmm. What is God asking you to do that you have to endure some things to get on the other side of? That's good. Because the purpose that God has for your life is very unique. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a very specific purpose very for their specific. life. Mm -hmm. And although like there's billions of other people on the earth that mm -hmm. could take your place, nobody can do it like you can do it. Right. Right. The, the talents, the gifts, everything that God has put inside of you is for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. And that reason is to bring glory and honor to him, praises to him, honor to his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And if you can't get past this, this very human moment mm -hmm. to really um, be used by God, we need to check your priorities. Check your priorities. Check your priorities. Like, you have to get to a place where... Nothing else matters. Um, God's purpose, God's plan, God's will has to That's be number one. 
It's hard, <laughs> y'all. It's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. I'm telling you, temptation going to come. It's so hard. Life going to happen. People going to come. You going to open doors, y'all. When I tell you one thing about me, I'm usually really good at making sure I stay focused. But, like, I open one door and that door have me fighting for my life. Okay. Trying to close it. Y'all, just be careful to make sure that you are staying focused mm-hmm. in the things of God. Um one of our elders at our church just preached on making sure that you stay focused in the midst of distractions. You can't stop distractions from coming out, mm-hmm. but you can continue to focus on the things that God has mm-hmm. for you. Just keep pushing forward, y'all. I know it isn't easy. It's I know easy. life happens, and I know sometimes you feel down. Sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes you feel angry. Sometimes people are going to do things that you don't appreciate. Sometimes people are going to do things that you can't control, but you just have to make sure that you stay consistent and stand on the word, y'all. Stand mm-hmm. on your faith and just trust God throughout the process yep. because he will keep you mm-hmm. going. He will push you through. He will lift your head up, yep. but it's only if you trust in him. Mm-hmm. God has already did everything that he needed to do to get you to where you need to Mm go. And now it's up to you to make sure that you are doing your part to get there. Yeah, this is a really good one. I think this is a good podcast. Mm -hmm. I really, really, really hope that everything that we say um, will will benefit you in the long run. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that the things that we said today is going to help me. Um, in some areas and it's going to help push me to um, make sure that I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing and I really 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 I promise I truly hope that it is helping you get to where you need to go within the kingdom of God y'all because um, there's a shaking and then God God is really doing something right now and mm-hmm. you need to be ready yep. you need to be so ready because yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed this podcast. I think I this too. is going to definitely go down as one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, thank y'all so much for watching. Um, if y'all have any comments, questions, please leave them below. Or you can go and head to our Instagram page. Um, Fave is going to link that below. I will. Um, yes, and we're starting back our Bible study um, on the weekly basis. Yes. Um, I think the one that we're doing tomorrow, it's going to be like more like intimate mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we'll record it yeah we're gonna record it but um yeah we're gonna start we'll probably post it on here yeah we're recording and posting on here so, so we're gonna see. yeah we're gonna be starting in romans um next week we'll we will be um starting to allow people to you know facetime us or you know call in while mm-hmm. we're doing the bible study mm-hmm. um so yeah like we're really excited about that again mm-hmm. we're gonna be doing romans and I'm really excited about that. Cause, I'm excited too. Romans is a really good yeah. book. Really, really yeah, good book. Really, really, really good book. I know some stuff that I like. Um, I've been reading. It's just not necessarily eye opener, but it's been an eye opener. Like some things that I've been reading has really been showing me. Okay, so this is. It really does say this. It mm-hmm. really does say this. Like this. This is what the word says that people have been trying to combat these things for so long, and I'm physically reading it myself to understand it myself and to truly accept that this is what the word says. So I think it's going to be a really, really good um, Bible study, mm-hmm. um, not only for me, but for everybody, because it is just, I think it opened a lot of eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I just got this new Bible, y'all listen. <laughs> I got this new Bible. All I want to do is read it. Um, it's the uh, He Reads Truth Bible. Yeah. And they also have a women's version as well. I have the Re- She Reach Truth Bible. It's so nice, y'all. I love. If y'all like, if y'all are a beginning Christian, I sound so country right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, if y'all are. 
starting in your journey with God, I definitely um, recommend getting like a Bible, like an actual Bible, because it really gets you excited about reading God's word. Like I remember, I remember when I first started my journey with God Mm -hmm. and I was like, God, I'm gonna get a Bible. I got my Bible, bro. (laughs) Literally all of the Old Testament highlighted. Literally the whole thing. Period. As it should be. But yeah, um, yeah, this Bible is a really good Bible. It's um, CSB, so Christian Standard Bible. It's a really easy translation to really, understand. Really easy translation, and I'm one of those people like I'm really like fickle on reading other translations. Why did I rub my eye and I got this spicy stuff on my hand? Yeah. But um, I'm one of those people like I'm really like a stickler. I do not like going to other people's churches all the time because I'm like it has to be the word. Like it reads, has to be the word. He I used, reads the King James version. Y'all listen because the King James version <laughs> is like the most precise, <laughs> most accurate translation. But like I've been like comparing them and I'm like literally chef's kiss, mm-hmm. chef's kiss. Yeah. So sponsor us. He reads um truth. No, um, for real. Bible company. She reads truth. Mm-hmm. Bible company. Um, because yeah. It's a really good Bible. It's a really good Bible. But yeah, um, we'll see y'all next week for sure. For sure. Uh, like y'all, sorry, please. Listen. Please. We've been going through. No, literally. But like literally. In a good and bad way. <laughs> <laughs> literally. But it's okay because we're back now. We are. Um, God is going to really hold us accountable in this area for sure. Also with our Bible study as well. God is going to really hold us accountable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank y'all again so much for watching. Um, and we'll see y'all next week.